planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. My guest on the program now is not only one of metal's most well-known and respected producers, but also guitarist for the band Hell. Please welcome the one and only Andy Sneap. How are you tonight? Yeah, yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Yeah, busy. Keeping busy. Well, that's uh, good to hear. How's it going over there? It is very well. Yeah, well, it's night time, so uh, it's a bit of a time difference. Well, Hell are just about to release the new killer yeah. album, Curse and Chapter, on November 22nd. Do you find working on a project like that, you approach it differently yeah. than you do if you were just uh, on the production side? Um, not not that much, to be honest. I mean, I, obviously, I'm, I'm playing as a guitar player in the band, but I'm, I'm still I'm still the guy that's putting the big picture together. I mean, Kev, is, you know, the other guitar player's got a lot of ideas on, on sort of um, the songwriting as well, but uh, as far as producing it and sort of steering the ship and getting the performances in order... Uh, that, that still sort of lands at my feet, really. So, um, no, I, I'm 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 really still overseeing the, the whole big picture, um, and obviously doing the mix and the mastering and dealing with the label as well. I mean, there's a lot on my shoulders, you know, getting getting the uh, getting everything happening in time. So there's actually a, probably you know being, with it being my own band, I'm actually managing the band as well. So there's a lot more order where I'm trying to get videos and um, packaging and all sorts sorted out, as well as doing the production. So it's just a just a, a really, really busy time, to be honest. That is a lot to organise for one man. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of used to it, though. I mean, the, the thing is, you've got to realise that the other guys that are in the band aren't really that experienced in the, in the music business, where I've been doing it for nearly 20 years, you know, different aspects now. So I, I know how to deal with the labels. I know what deadlines are like. I know how... You know, when you've got an album coming out, there's a three-month lead-in to do the album, so we can get things like this, the press and radio stuff sorted out, in, you know, in time for the album release. Where the other guys just sort of think you finish the album, the record company will release it the next week, and it doesn't quite work like that. So, uh, you know, with have, having the tour happening with uh, Amon and Marth and Carcass in Europe, sort of starting on November seventh, mm. we, we had to try and get the album out in, in November for it to make sense with the tour. So that meant we got to work back deadline-wise, and I knew we'd have to be wrapping the album up by mid-September to be able to get it out for that time. So I saw this big, you know, black cloud of a deadline looming by, you know, when we're when we're hitting sort of June, July. I was on to the guys saying, we, we better start finishing this record, guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I've, I've, I've had a, I've been cracking the whip, shall we say. Yeah, well, I hope you're getting some sleep. Um, it's, uh, who needs sleep? Yeah, we don't need that. No, yeah. no. Well, I mean, especially with uh, so much going on, you know. And uh, as you said before, you've been in the industry now for so many years. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current state of metal, where it's at now? Um, I'm a little bored of it, if I'm if I'm perfectly honest. I mean, there's not much coming through that I think is really setting the world on fire. Um, I mean, to me, I I still keep hearing all these bands from the '80s that I used to go and see as a kid, and it, it, that's what excites me. I mean, I went to see. Uh, Y&T the other day and it blew me away. I saw Saxon again the other day and they were great. And uh, 
the, the, the classic Dio lineup as well. I saw them playing with uh, this, this American singer they've had singing for them. Uh, but again, that was amazing, you know. So I keep thinking, you know, is it is it just me being a bit old and jaded in the music industry now, or, or was was the stuff in the eighties actually really good? And it actually was really good. Um, and I think there's a little bit of quality control missing now. And I think there's so many bands out there doing the same thing mm. uh, that we need a bit of individuality back, and we need bands thinking a little bit more outside the box and doing something. Uh, Something a little special, really. And uh, I, to me, a lot of bands take the easy route these days. And just, I mean, you look at a lot of the young bands that come up now. I can't, I just can't tell them apart. And I don't, I honestly don't know if that's me being old or I, I'm right. You know, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but I, 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 there is so many bands out there because it's so easy for bands to, to do something now. You know, you get mm. one kid in the bedroom writing with a, like, I keep saying this, writing with a hack version of Cubase. You know, and putting stuff on Facebook, and all of a sudden there's this band together that all look the same. I don't know. I don't. Know. Is that me? No, no, think? no, no. I, I think <laughs> I, I kind of agree. It's not. It's not the old thing. I mean, it, it's gotten to a point now. I mean, I, I like. I like a lot of new bands now. Uh, I think there are a good band, a, a lot of good yeah. bands out there. But you've got to pick pick the gems out, though, haven't you? There's always yeah. obviously with every style that happens, there's going to be two or three that stand above the rest. And I agree with you there. I think there's. You know, with all the styles, but I, I actually don't choose to listen to the, the, the newer stuff myself. But there's definitely bands that are, are good, you know. But then there's always that backlog, isn't the six months later that come mm. through where it's, you know, sort of a second-rate version, you know. Yeah, it's more um, about the hair, hairdos. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neck tattoos and hairdos, yeah. That's it. Yeah, the tattoos are creeping up over their head now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Hell's one of the few bands in the music industry where none of us have got a tattoo. So I'm quite proud of that. How's that? Um, None of us have gone through a midlife crisis yet, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talking about, uh, you know, bands that you grew up listening to, what was was the point when, uh, you know, metal really struck you? What was it that you first heard that really uh, inspired you? Um, I, well, I'll tell you, in general, it was the energy of heavy metal that got me. You know, when I was a kid, uh, my status quo single for Christmas when I was 12 years old, it, it was Don't Drive My Car and Lies, double A side. I've got no idea why he bought me it. Um, but I was like, yeah, I love, I love this. It's, you know, it's, it's got some energy to it. Mm. And I got into ACDC and Quo and uh, Maiden really early on. Um in fact, my first proper gig was Iron Maiden in 1982, uh, Beast on the Road Tour, March the 10th. I'll tell you the exact date, at Derby Assembly Rooms. And I'd actually, I think I'd seen Hell before that, about a month before that. Yeah. So I was just getting into it when I was about 12 years old, and it was, it was just the energy of it. And I wasn't really into the punk thing, but it was, I think it was just the quality of metal, and the, there was something, uh, the, the melody and the, the power of it that really got me, really sort of rang true. Um, and then I also got into Priest, and and then the thrash thing came along, and it was the, the intent to me. Thrash was always like a heavier Iron Maiden Priest type vibe, you know. It had had the quality of playing, but it was taking that one step further. Um, I never really got into the death metal thing. For me, I always liked the melody and the vocals a little mm. bit more. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I appreciate I appreciate the playing in some of that as well. Same with the new bands as well. I know I'm sat here knocking it, but. It, it, you know, whenever anyone's a good player, I can appreciate it. Um, but it, it was really the energy and the melody that was in, in metal in the early days that, that really struck a chord with me. 
Um, and the, sort of the rebellious nature of it a little bit as well, you know. Is that what really kicked you off playing guitar? Or were you playing Yeah, guitar? I mean, I, I, I was... When, when, I mean, I, I wanted to play when I was 12 years old, and it was actually um, a friend of mine in the year above me at school who was having guitar lessons with uh, Dave Halliday, the original singer of Guitar Player from Hell, who introduced me to him um, that got me into guitar playing. Um, and I had lessons with Dave for probably five years, actually. Like every week I'd go around and, and sit there, and he became a really close friend. So that's kind of how I ended up being involved with this. You know, I'd go and see, see Hell play whenever I could as a kid. And uh, I became really close friends with them just, you know, when I was from 12 through to 17, you know. Mm. It must be really cool playing with a band that you sort of, you know, grew up listening to, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I love it. I mean, I, I'm actually having more fun now playing than I ever have done in my life, you know. And it, I'm, I'm putting more time into this band than any other band I've been in. So it's, it's become a real professional uh, unit, really. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I... And we're so close as friends, like I say, we're, you know, we've known each other for 25 years, so we really, we've got each other's backs, you know, if ever, you know, we're in a sticky situation or anyone's having a sort of a downtime, you know, we're, we're always there for each other, so it's really nice, actually, it's really cool. That's awesome, you've got that friendship and the music side of things, which can be rare in the industry, yeah, I is. suppose, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I look back to my, my former band, Sather, I mean, we, we we just didn't get on at all, to be honest. So to actually be in a band now where everyone's focused, everyone's team players, you know, everyone wants the same thing, you know, that they want the band to succeed rather than their individual selves to succeed. It's um, it's 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 cool. It's it's really cool. That's awesome. With all your different projects you've worked on, are there any other bands that you'd really want to work with? I think Slayer would be a good one. I keep every time I see Kerry, I keep you know. Giving him a, a punch in the ribs and, oh, hey, Kerry, you know what needs to happen next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I, yeah, I think Slayer. I think I'd like to do a Slayer album. I think I think I'd do something good with them. That would be sound so massive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they need. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't really want to comment on on their previous albums, but I think they've. Uh, they, they could do with just a bit of a, a bigger sound to it at times. Um, I know they're going for more of a raw thing, which is fair mm. enough. A bit, it's a bit punkier, isn't it, in a way that, that it's a bit more, you know, I mean, and it doesn't need to sound, you know, massively modern or triggered or anything like that. But I think they could do with a, I mean, if they did a real killer comeback record with this next record, I think it would be amazing, to be honest. Oh, I totally agree. I'd love to hear what you could do with uh, Slayer's sound, especially with, yeah. uh, you know, the newest Carcass album. That. Man, that was that's probably one of my favourite albums of this year. Cool, very cool. I mean, I I tell you the other one as well. I have to do a Bruce Dickinson solo record. I think Bruce is uh, when he's writing with Adrian Smith, he's great. You listen like Chemical Wedding and uh, the other one he did. Um, I forget the title. Was it Accident of Birth that he did with Adrian? Um, I think so. Yeah, and that, there's some killer stuff on those records. But to me, the mixes were never quite right. Mm. Um, I just think, I just think, you know, if, if he, if he was working with the right musicians and Adrian, um, he could, uh, he could do something that would blow the, the metal world apart. Not, not that he doesn't with Iron Maiden, but, uh, you know, as a solo artist, he mm. could do something really killer. Um, that, 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 that two that I, I've sort of got in the back of my mind thinking, yeah, I wish, you know. Well, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the stars align, it all comes together for you. Um, yeah. Are there any plans to bring Hell Down Under? Um, yeah, well, we'd like to, obviously. I mean, we, we want to get as, you know, 
to the four corners of the earth if we can. Um, we've just signed with the agency group in London, which are sort of one of the bigger agencies in London who, who do all the main festival bookings out in, here in Europe. So hopefully it's going to give us a few more connections to get out there. And, you know, we'd like to get out of Japan on this one as well because we, we seem to be going down quite well there. So if we can sort of tie uh, Australia and Japan together, it's always worth doing on, on one trip. So who knows? Hopefully in the next sort of year, year and a half, we can get over that way. Oh, we'd love to see you guys down here. That would uh, just be killer, you know. And yeah, you could... It'd be nice to see some decent weather, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you come early, uh, you know, January, Feb, you know, that's probably, yeah. well, that's probably, you know, that'd be all right. It's nice and yeah, sunny. Yeah, I was actually, I, was, I actually came to Sydney uh, just on a holiday. It was New Eve that came out, and uh, I think it was '97, '98. I came out. And it was so hot. And I, I remember, I, I was actually working in Atlanta, uh, and I flew from Atlanta to New York, where it was bitterly cold, back to England for one day for Christmas, then came out to Sydney. Uh, so I went the long way round the planet. And Jesus Christ, with the jet lag and the heat, it absolutely destroyed me. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's that's Australia, all right. So yeah, yeah, but it's all right. You got a, you know, you got a few beers, and you know, you're down the beach, you're laughing. <laughs> that that sentence was so Australian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to throw it in there. Had to throw it's it like in. I'm talking to a, member, a cast member of Neighbours here. So. <laughs> I'm not as pretty. <laughs> no. <laughs> few of those beers, it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to go to a track now, uh, The Age of Nefarious, off the new Hell album. Thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show tonight, Andy, and uh, I wish you the very best of luck with your upcoming tour and uh, the album. Thank you. It was great talking to you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 